0: hello welcome so welcome to this episode of heart travels with balkia so how are you i mean have you experienced any transformation lately negative emotions that you have been able to let go do you feel more clear clearly or do you feel more clarity Because, you know, that's what happens when you transform. Now, in this episode of Heart Travels with Baukje, I want to talk about this ego crash that I have experienced. And I want to also talk about how transformation of the subconscious leads to clairvoyance, clairnosis, and clairsentience. In other words the opening of your third eye so you can receive clear information from your spirit guides yes you know transformation is here that's the 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 just in this time frame that we're in on planet earth we are in the time of transformation of terra You know, I've said it in previous episodes and you will hear it from all the spiritual teachers. This is the time of transformation. So we are all going through transformations and, well, you know, I have just gone through a major one. My ego was crashing big time (laughs) and, uh, well, I can laugh about it now. It was a little more serious when it happened. You know, when I was in the midst of it, but you know, I was able to bring all, you know, not all my suffering, but a lot of it to heaven. You know, this is it, it, it was like the most horrendous and the most blissful experience of my existence, and I want to tell you about it because it will show you important insights into who you really are beyond your ego and how transformation works and why that helps to open up these clairs, you know, clairvoyance, clairnosis, clairsentience. Um but first, you know, I want to give you some more inside information about myself before I go into the story of my transformation so so you understand more about it. Now, you know, I have chosen this life. I've chosen my parents, you know, that we all do before we are born. And I've chosen these parents uh, that would install in me the wounds of previous lives, you know, that's known as karma, So that I could heal and transform these wounds. And, you know, we are all here to do that. Heal wounds from the past. And, you know, further on I will tell you more about how to do that. And, you know, of course we're not just here to heal and transform wounds of the past. (laughs) But when we do, we can shine our light more brightly. Plus, we can create what we want more Easily, and when you clear out these old wounds, when you transform their, them, there's just more space in your vessel to experience more clarity in your third eye, which means there's going to be space for clairvoyance, clairnosis, clairsentience. Now, we, like I said, you know, you know, we have all chosen our parents, and the ones I chose and I mean this in the most loving and compassionate way to my mom and dad, but they were just not capable of love and they were not capable of connection, which resulted in me feeling absolutely alone, you know, abandoned, (laughs) neglected. And, you know, of course, my siblings as well. And I've come to understand that I'm a shaman and I've been for all my lifetimes, which means I have an easy connection with non-physicals and it is my mission to help others to heal the wounds of their past from this life and previous ones. I mean, it is my mission to help people to transform their suffering so that there is more room for joy and happiness and satisfaction. And what better way to... (laughs) know how to help others heal their wounds of their past than, you know, to do that myself, to heal the wounds of my past. Now, you know, when you travel the spiritual path, it is like you become aware of layer after layer of, let's say, sides of yourself uh, or sides of your ego that come to the surface of your conscious awareness. And when such a layer comes to the surface, when you become conscious of a feeling or a pattern or thoughts that you have that are not very helpful, then you can heal them. I mean, this is these are the teachings of Master Buddha. Becoming conscious of the subconscious is a most important tool to use when... You want to suffer less when you want to be happy more. Now, for instance, thoughts. Thoughts that can come to the surface. And, you know, I'm not in any way wanting to condemn or shame any of these thoughts or you or anybody for having these kind of thoughts because these are thoughts that all of us know and have. Um, examples of ego ego thoughts that can come to the surface. Um, For example, there are controlling thoughts, like, you know, I have to know what's happening next thoughts, or I have to make this person react in such and such a way, I have to be grown up, I have to be in charge of my life... I have to control my child. I have to control what my boss thinks of me or my employer or the people that visit my Facebook page. Or I have to convince people that don't see it my way of the rightness of my point of view. Uh, Or I have to know if this conspiracy theory is true. (laughs) You know, controlling thoughts. And then there's another, you know, uh, a whole chapter of judging thoughts, you know, judging ourselves, judging others. And after the judging thoughts come up, automatically (laughs) there's the not enough thoughts. I'm not doing enough. I'm not conscious enough. I'm not meditating enough. I'm not loving and kind enough. I'm not spiritual enough. I'm not young enough. I'm not old enough. Not smart enough, not successful enough. I mean, we usually have lots of those not enough thoughts. And then you can come aware, become aware of the poor me thoughts. Why is this happening to me? I mean, the poor me thoughts tell you that life is terrible. These are victim consciousness thoughts. And there's, you know, lots of those going around at this time of transformation. So, you know, you might think, well, you know, I usually have a good reason for those thoughts. You might be facing a reality that's giving you a reason for these thoughts. (laughs) And yes, that might be true. But what is also true is that we are creators. We are creating our own reality. So those thoughts, for instance, that life is terrible... They will attract to you situations or encounters that are in the same vibration as those thoughts. And then you might manifest an encounter with a Facebook post that tells you, for instance, that humanity is in terrible shape uh, or that there are groups of people or maybe even aliens that are out to get you. And then your ego can say, you see... I've been right right about this life is terrible. But you have attracted this encounter into your life because of your thoughts. Because at the same time that people are having terrible experiences, there are people having wonderful experiences. Now, because a major rule in this universe and, you know, probably in all universes is the rule of free Choice, You have free choice. Now you might think, well, I did not choose this reality. I did not choose COVID. I did not choose to be locked up at my house. But here's where the subconscious comes in. Your subconscious or the collective subconscious of humanity is a very powerful creating. Now, practicing being consciously aware of your thoughts and emotions, you know, like Master Buddha has taught us, makes the subconscious conscious. Practicing being consciously aware of what is happening inside of you, like when you do, when you meditate, it makes you aware of a layer of the subconscious, like a layer that has been buried And you, as an archaeologist, you are excavating this layer. You are shining the light of consciousness on this layer that has been underground. Now, shining that light of consciousness and practicing staying neutral or being the observer to what has come to your consciousness is a huge step in letting go. It truly is. But staying neutral is sometimes not that easy when there's a hurricane of negative emotions raging through you. (laughs) Another step that you could do in the transformation is just to give it back to source. I mean, there's, of course, processes to do that. And the simplest one is to just have the intention to do so. Just say to yourself, I release this, I forgive it, and I'm sending this back to the central sun, back to the heart of God. And if you need a visual, visualize that you are releasing it into a violet fire ocean. See yourself swimming in that ocean and releasing this into the ocean. I mean, a violet-fire ocean, is something that the subconscious understands perfectly. Now, back to the story of my transformation of hell into heaven. I mean, I am in the process of traveling back to previous lives to rescue past life selves that just got stuck into negativity. Negativity. My current ego is the sum of all my past life egos just like your ego is. So if I want to let some of my ego go, if I want to become more free of my ego, in other words, if I want to experience more joy, more happiness, more fulfillment, and hey, who you know who doesn't want that? going back into past lives and rescuing past life selves that got stuck is a very effective way to clear up that ego. Now, remember that I said that we all choose our parents. We all chose them very, very carefully because they would reinstall those wounds of past lives so they can be healed And transformed. Now, my deepest wounds were utter loneliness, feeling abandoned by God, feeling guilt and shame for not being able to make my parents happy, feeling never good enough because it just, I could not help my parents. And I felt. Uh, a deep resistance of being here on earth, just not wanting this life. And what I did was I visited medieval times to rescue the selves from that time. Now, those times, medieval times, were not called the Dark Ages for nothing. (laughs) I mean, hell was everywhere back then. I mean, we think life is hard now. (laughs) Well, compared to those times, we are in a pretty good place, I can tell you. Anyway, you know, when I'd rescued a few selves from medieval times, all these feelings that have the lowest vibration possible, like guilt and shame and not wanting to be here and feeling all alone, feeling total despair, they came to my Conscious awareness. This was a deep, deep layer of my subconscious that was coming to my awareness. I was feeling all these emotions and I had no way of staying neutral. This was, it was just like a hurricane that was raging inside of me that I could only surrender to. It was just happening. And I had no control. And I have to tell you this. I was in hell. During this hurricane of emotions, all I could think was, I am in hell. This is what hell feels like. Man, did it feel bad. And I'm not telling you this to scare you off to tell you that all transformation has that level of intensity. But, yes, you know, it can be intense. Because at a certain point, you are just ready to face the deepest layers of your ego, bringing those layers to the surface of your consciousness. And I was ready. I must have been ready, otherwise it would not happen. So, you know, I was feeling all alone and helpless and despair. This storm raging inside of me, and my dog, Haya, she was howling. And after a while of this, in my deepest despair and loneliness, I said, Okay, Source, if you want me to experience this, you'd better come and help me. And at that moment, it was like I can almost start to cry of the beauty of that moment, the perfection of that moment. At that moment, when I said, "Okay, Source, you have to come and help me," it was like the light went on. The whole universe was there to help me. All of the ascended masters was there. Were there Master Jesus, Master Buddha, Sanat Kumara, Saint Germain, all the goddesses. Mother Mary, Lady Venus, the whole collective that is known as Merlin, all the archangels, my angelic soul family, anybody of any stature was there. Just a huge crowd of beings supporting me, loving me. The whole universe was there. Lots of extraterrestrials that have already ascended to higher dimensions They were there too. I mean, the list of beings that were there to help me is endless. And they were sending me love. They were helping me to fill up with love and unconditional compassion for what I was going through. They all told me how grateful they were for me facing this. For me allowing this to come to the surface and to heal it and to transform it just by allowing them to fill me up with their love and their healing now when that happened when I started to fill up with their love and their healing I could see the perfect unfolding of all of this I could see my life from a larger perspective and I could see that my whole life had been a preparation for this moment. So yes, this has been the most horrendous experience of my life and at the same time, the most profound and beautiful one because now I brought—I was bringing my own personal hell to heaven. That was what I was doing. I mean, it was just, it's almost too much to put it into words, you know? So... I mean, I would like now to talk about this perfect unfolding. How could something that is so intensely terrifying be a perfect unfolding? And what were the insights, uh, insights that I got because of this experience? To talk about that, let's go into another metaphor. Let's say we as humans are trees. And there's this underground water source that's feeding us that has some contamination in it. And the contamination is all of the egos, all of the false beliefs that we have been indoctrinated with. You know, for instance, that we have to suffer, that we have to be poor, that we have to experience hardship for us to you know for for God to give us a place in heaven or you know so there's this underground water source that is that has some contamination in it but there's also the ocean and the ocean is God and the thing is your real power Is coming to you when you are hooked up to the ocean. Now, you know, people talk about conscious creating. And, you know, while that's all fine, the thing is your consciousness is just 10% of you. 90% of you is subconscious. So conscious creation is creating with only 10% of you. And if that other 90% is not going in the same direction as your consciousness wants you to go in, you have an internal struggle going on. The reality is that so many people don't know how to transform their suffering into love and compassion. Many people don't know how to transform lead Into gold. I mean, you know how in medieval times they believed that alchemists could transform lead into gold? Well, you know, according to the angels, that's just a metaphor. Spiritual alchemists, like myself, they transform hell into heaven or lower vibrations into higher ones. The poor me thoughts, the controlling thoughts, the judging thoughts, remember those? They are mere, mere symptoms of what is going on in a deeper level of the subconscious. And yes, it surely clear, thi- clear things up when you release them into the violet-fire ocean. Releasing these thoughts... Helps to lessen the contamination of that under underground water stream and the thing is when you become aware of the whole of you, the whole one hundred percent of you, when you learn the tools that you can use for transformation, conscious creation is just no longer important because then you understand that your soul has a huge influence in your creation. I mean, my soul just said, kia, it, now it's time to heal those deeper layers of your subconscious. Because, you know, your soul or your higher self, it is the one that is always in control. Your soul knows you inside out. Your soul knows why you have come into this pivotal, transformational time and knows what you need to transform, what homework still needs to be done so you can experience heaven on earth. Now, of course, there's treasures that you can find along the way. I mean, why would you want to go through hell to bring it to heaven? There must be a huge payoff, don't you think so? And the answer is to experience a happy childhood, no matter what age you are. Now, to explain this, I want to talk about an experience that I had as a drummer. When I was a drummer, I... Uh, you know, I went on a tour in South Africa. and We played on a blues festival in Durban. And when I came off stage, when the gig was over, uh, you know, a woman came to me and she said, how happy I must be to have such a wonderful job. And then I realized that my job was to play music, not to work music, <laughs> And whenever, you know, I was in the right mind space to play, I was experiencing heaven on earth. Things just magically falling into place. The band playing together like we were just on the playground having fun. And the audience and the people working at the venue would be having fun with us. Because after the gig, they would give me the feedback that they did go with us, that they got lifted up, that they felt so much better, that their vibrations got lifted up. In short, that we were bringing heaven to all of their experiences. Now, after being a drummer, I became a coach, and I asked myself... How can I have these experiences, these playful experiences, in my private life and in my coaching sessions? Because I had experienced that when I was in this playing mode, everything unfolded perfectly. Now you know I know what. Now I know what happens when people are in that feeling of flow and playfulness they are in that moment a vessel through which source energy can flow freely. Now, you know, imagine a pipeline that is either connected to the contaminated water flow of the ego or is connected to the clear blue waters of the ocean of source energy. Because when your pipeline is connected to source then you are connected to this endless source of unconditional love and you can let that flow through you. You can experience so much clarity solving problems so easy because the solutions just pop up in your mind. (laughs) It's just fun to do when you're in that state of being. You experience wonderful feelings such as joy and bliss and compassion and true acceptance of your humanity. You experience the bliss of being exactly who you are. The happiness to know that you are exactly in the right place, doing exactly the right thing, saying exactly the right things to the people you meet. In short, bliss. And you then know what you have come to create, what work you want to do, and how it feels to work from your heart. And if all of that is not enough, you will have your clairs open up. Clairvoyance, which is to see clearly, to have a visual. Clairnosis, which is to know clearly sentience to feel clearly. And opening up those clairs will not only make your life and the creation of what you want way easier because you know you can receive the help of your non-physical spiritual guides clearly but it gives you the possibility to connect with all the knowledge of the universe. I mean Can you imagine having access to all the knowledge of the universe? For instance, can you imagine being able to talk to Einstein? Or any other genius that has knowledge in your field of expertise? (laughs) Can you imagine having direct access to the knowledge of Master Jesus or Master Buddha? Or any other ascended master? Can you imagine being able to directly communicate with these ascended masters or with any archangel? Can you imagine how helpful that would be? And in order for you to get access to that, and I believe that we are all capable of doing that, not just a few of us, not just the shamans or the, you know, whatever you want to call it, we can all do that. But what you need is that underground water source, your ego, to be clear. Because the truth is you have very little power until you are connected to the great engine that is the engine of the universe and of course, you know, that engine is source or divine oneness or God or universal forces or forces of nature, whatever you want to call it. Finding your connection to it will truly set you free of the hindrances of your ego. Now, at the end of this episode, I want to tell you I wish that healing be yours. I mean, we're 8 billion people, I think, on this planet. It means that there are 8 billion ways to heal and find your connection to source. I mean, it's your homework to find your own way and ask for help whenever you need it. You can ask my help. Or any other healer or coach or, you know, therapist or, you know, whoever feels good to you. And, you know, you can, when you clear up that underground water source, you're going to be surprised, just like I was, in my deepest despair of all the nurturing help and assistance that is there for you. Because you too are a divine child Of the creator. And you too have come to create a happy childhood. No matter what age you are. Playfulness. Joy. And feeling nurtured and assisted by the whole universe. Whenever you need it. That can all be yours to experience. Okay. I want to thank you for listening. And I wish you a soft transformation. But whenever negative emotions take over, whenever it's not soft, try to be with them and say to these emotions, I hear you. Try not to resist. Plus, swim in the violet-fire ocean. That will help you to transform and find understanding and compassion for what you are going through. I bless you. And I hope you're doing well. Until next time. Until the next episode of Hard Travels with Baukje. Bye bye.